Peace. Blessings. It's the Lyrical Buddha from Chi Dynasty. Chi Dynasty Podcast. You know what I'm saying? What's good? Uh, AKA Papa Sam here in uh, Sydney, Australia. I'm good, man. Just chilling here on a... What is it? What, what, what day is it? It is a... The end of a Tuesday night. We'll just say a Tuesday night. You know, we're going to go into Wednesday morning. But right now, we're just going to say Tuesday night. Um... I'm original hip hop dancer from New York City. Uh, originally a dancer back in the '80s, <clears throat> doing electric boogie, popping. Uh, then later in the mid '80s, late '80s, we switched it up to doing freestyle hip hop dance. Uh, then freestyle hip hop dance. The freestyle was sort of like from around. 84 to 86, 87, when the music started ch changing. I, I remember dancing to uh, Big Daddy Kane. He's one of the first new styles of hip hop that came out that we was rocking to. Uh, was it Raw or was it The Raft of Kane? I, I, I forget the, the, the order when the songs came out because before that, we was just kind of freestyling. Poppin' had kind of died off in New York. Breaking had kind of died off. So we young people, we looking for the next thing to rock to. And the music sort of changed. So as the music changed, some of us were still getting down with the poppin', electric boogie, and a little breaking. But I think I think breaking got it the hardest because, like, the next generation came in. And they was like, yo, why are you breaking, B? That's... That's played, you know. So I think a lot of those young people that came from my generation from that, they kind of like stopped doing it because nobody was really, really messing with it. But at the same time, by that time, breaking had break dancing for people who know what I'm saying and breaking, they it, it expanded. By that time, it you know it was blowing up. But for New York, we were looking for the next next thing to get down. So, uh. So a few of us was was starting to co combine popping with this new style of freestyle hip hop dancing that we call it, and um, we was getting busy, you know, um, just starting off with it and creating moves that went with the style of the, the drum beat and how they was rhyming and you know. So by the time uh, Eric B and Rakim came out, Big Daddy Kane came out, uh, we started rocking today beats because those beats was dope, you know. Karis One was rocking, we was rocking to his beats, we was rocking the Coogee Rap beats. It's a demo, demo, demo. So we was rocking, getting loose to all those tracks. And then as more of new wave of hip hop was coming out, the more we danced. The more we danced, the more recognition we was getting all over again. So as a, as a popper, we was dancing in the street, we was getting busy. Some of us were doing little commercials, others, you know, we, we got to do a little filming and little cameo movies. Uh, but most of the time we made our money on the streets Street dancing, uh, peace. Uh, shout out to Float Committee. 
I used to rock with Flow Committee for a long time down in uh, Times Square, 44th Street, right in front of, um, what we do right in front of MTV, but we also rocked on 72nd Street with one of my dance partners, uh, Mr. Cormac McCourt, you know what I'm saying, Boogie C, and we was all getting busy back in the 80s rocking like that. You know, we go to school jams. We rock at school jams. I mean, we was popping everywhere. You know, we we you know you was you was doing your electric boogie everywhere. Everybody was dancing. Um, so we was getting our little fifteen minutes of fame. But yeah, but it, it as fast as it came is as fast as it went. But being a dancer, we looking for the next thing to do. So it wasn't even like we were looking; it just happened. So as as the music was changing. My moves changed, the beats changed, oh, the rhyming changed. So all this change, we was rocking with the change. You know, we, we were part of that change. And so most of the kids who do hip hop dancing today, um, we were the inventors, the pioneers, the creators of this new style. Now remember, nothing's new under the sun, it's just that we create we recreated something that was here but maybe done in a different way maybe through tap dancing or uh through old you know old school dancing from the 30s the 40s but we rocked it a new way through how we saw saw it and how how it came through us and how we you know how we we projected it through our movements if that makes sense you know like the lindy hop and I mean, I mean, I don't even know if I could do the Lindy Hop. Probably when I was young, I, you know, if I would have been one of those dancers back then, I would have probably been getting busy. But looking at, looking at, you know, looking at all those great dancers from back then, I go, wow, that's that's amazing. So you know, so when we came along, we was rocking and still rocking, and then being in clubs, being a dancer who was a battler, and I had already been in clubs since I was like 14, 13. Uh, I already knew how to battle, you know, being in clubs. So by the time hip-hop dancing, well, even before, well, freestyle dancing, everybody wasn't really battling in freestyle. Everybody was just trying to, as, as I remember, we weren't battling in freestyle. We were just happy to still be dancing. And freestyle dance was like a combination of like webo dancing, uh, loft dancing, you got people from uh, Paradise Garage Club, so they was dancing. So, like, we were kind of mixing all up with acrobatics and then not really straight-up breakdancing moves, but just, like, control moves. You know, you do a handstand, and maybe you do a split while you're doing a handstand, and, you know, you come down, you do a slide, like a Webber move, or maybe you do a flip. You know, you add a couple of waves. You didn't do too much electric boogie because, again, remember, it was played. So nobody was really trying to do all that. But we combined it in the fusion. Now, while we were doing this, the music was starting to slowly change. So I remember the first time I was in, I think, a club called The World. And uh, we were dancing in The World. And we heard Keith Sweat. I wanna, and when we heard that, we just started rocking to that because the beat was dope. So you just grew to the beat. Um, like I said, when R.A.W. came out, Roar, oof, that was not a joke. We we rocked to we rocked to Roar. 
Wow. R-A-W. When you heard that beat, when you heard the beat, when you when you heard the DJ drop that beat, the battle would begin. By that time, we was battling. We was straight up battling again, like back in the day. So the freestyle, we was battling, but not in the same way. People, Like I said, people were happy to get back on. But there was a new generation, new energy. Young kids wanted to prove they that they were good dancers. So a lot of times you'd be in a club and a kid come on and you just got busy. Nobody said, yo, it wasn't like the break dancing era or the break-in or the popping. Like, yo, what's up, man? You want to battle? It wasn't, it wasn't like that. It was more like, what's up, son? And everybody just got busy. And you already knew. You knew like you knew we gave each other the eye without having to say anything. And when the music and it was sort of like the the music brought it out in you. The music the, the music just brought out this mad crazy style of hip hop dancing, you know? And you just wanted to battle. And us being battlers from the electric boogie days. We was already experienced at battling. Now, we were battling some people who were also former poppers who turned hip hoppers, and then we had new kids who basically did hip hop dancing. It didn't matter. We got busy to any music against anyone. And and this would go on for a few years in New York, you know, up in up into the nineties. Cause remember, freestyle hip hop was around since eighty seven. 88, and it started to slowly uh, grow as more kids saw the dance, came across dance. And there was a difference between hip-hop dancing and popping because popping is, 